Hey everyone, welcome into the Irish NFL show. It is a, well, a big week ahead of us, Sunday night here. We are delighted to be joined by a special guest from Croke Park Stadium. We're presented by uh, Trust Gaming and Matchbook Betting Exchange. And a warm welcome to our new sponsor this week uh, and hopefully uh, long into the future as well. Mini Arcade Systems, more information on them throughout the show. Delighted to be at the home of uh, GAA, fantastic, one of the best stadiums in Europe, if not the world. Croke Park, a true honour for all of us to be here, joined by Colin Cronin, Brian O'Leary, Mark Cockerell, and also joined by, uh, well, Sky Sports Analyst, uh, CFL, CFB, NFL, American Football Extraordinaire, Jeff Reinbold. Jeff, uh, a warm welcome to Ireland, how are you? I'm great, I apologise guys, I didn't wear my Broncos stuff, I guess that's yeah. the uniform of the day today, but, you know. <laughs> I'll, I'll get it next time. Did you not get the email, Jeff? <laughs> <laughs> I did not know this was going to happen, but sure, it's all good. Here, it's great to have you here, Jeff. Obviously, chatting online all season. It's been great to have you on the show over the last few weeks. Uh, you're in Ireland. What's your uh, first impressions? Well, I, my first impression is of this stadium. Like, this is an amazing, amazing facility. We got to get an NFL game in there because that is a beautiful, beautiful facility. And, you know, listening to you guys, it's the tradition and the history of this stadium. You know, it's just amazing. Hill 16 and, you know, the, the story you told about the, the night the rugby team played in here and played England and, you know, that would have been awesome. Jeff, um, I suppose we've been talking about, you know, the, the growth of the game in Ireland over the last couple of years in particular. You've, you know, seen it kind of on the, in terms of online, on Twitter, the interaction. Um, but are you, like, what do you make of like you're you're here like people you're we're doing a coaching clinic this afternoon you can see the way fans are responding to it just your thoughts on the growth of american football in ireland well i tell you what i was i i can't remember how long it's been it's been probably 10 years um guy darren o'toole who's from here in dublin and was the head coach at trinity university at that time had got in touch with me when i was in doing my stuff for sky and asked me to come over and it was the most impressive thing I've ever seen. I came over to do a clinic for coaches, and, and then we put a practice on one day, just open practice, you know, and any kid in Ireland could come show up. And, I mean, we had guys – the practice lasted an hour and a half. And we had guys driving from, you know, all the way from Belfast, all over, driving three hours to practice for an hour and a half. And, you know, I just really fell in love with the fact that these kids, how much – they have to sacrifice to be able to play the game. And, you know, it's not American kids are so spoiled because they get everything. And these kids, I wish I really wish that that our fans could see just, you know, how much these players and coaches love this game. And it's the game is exploding. And what you guys are doing is really a big part of that, because the more, you know, the game's talked about, the more you guys, you know, chop it up and, you know, the guests that you have on continuously you've done a great job to help promote the game and, and that's how it's going to grow Jeff what I, what I find really interesting and really exciting in a way for the league and for Europe is the fact that the league have kind of recognised over the past few years in particular that there's players this side of the world that have the attributes to become an NFL player we, we've had Ty later on who unfortunately can't qualify for the academy because he's a kicker there's Irish punters in, in the college game now there's one in Georgia that's done particularly well like, at some stage, I'd imagine we're going to see a player from Ireland potentially make the NFL. I don't think there's any question. No, I, and I've, I've been banging on this for, you know, for 20 years, is that you're not 
just because you were born in the United States doesn't make you a better, you know, football player. Doesn't, you know, wherever you tie your shoes on, you know, that doesn't make you a better Gaelic football player than a kid who would learn the game and grew up in Chicago, Illinois. It's, it's not about that. There are great athletes here in, in Ireland. And as the game grows and more and more kids participate and, there, and we see things like Effie Obata go and play in the National Football League and play, not, not just be on a team on a practice roster, but I'm talking about a contributing member uh, of a team, then there, there begins to be belief in those young players that there's a way, that there's a pathway. And, and again, that's one of the things that's been a passion project of mine for 25 years because same thing, when, when you see how much these kids in Europe want to play and how much they have to sacrifice to play and how much a helmet costs and all of the other things compared to what an American kid gets privileged with, you know, I really, really pull for them. And I know that there, there, there will be uh, kids from the UK, there'll be kids from Ireland, there'll be kids from all over the world playing. In, and there are right now in the National Football League, and there are more and more of them coming. Uh, Jeff, obviously, every year there's there's surprises. I mean, this year it's good to see that there's at least two people who are doing the much as they can to make the Broncos relevant in the postseason. <laughs> um, the Bengals are a big surprise, but what amazes me about the NFL is year on year is every year is different. Every theme is different. The game keeps evolving. I mean, we can hark back, or I hark back to the 2007 Patriots bringing in the spread offense, uh, how the offensive attacks have developed and evolved in the defensive game. Thinking about it in an international sense, you've got, you know, 12-year-old kid today. What advice would you give or what are you looking for at the clinic you're going to do this afternoon in terms of the opportunities that might be there in 10 years' time? Where's the game going? What's the next skill set that you think is going to be the focus? Well, I, th I think the game is changing because the rules of the game have changed so much from what it was like when I learned to play. But I think one of the things that we, we want to leave here when we leave this afternoon with the coaches and with the players is that there are certain skills that are required to play the game, fundamentals that are required to play the game, no matter what the schematics are of the game. You know, you may play in the 4-3 on defense or the 3-4 or 4-2-5 nickel, or you may be in spread or you may be in, you know, two tight ends. It doesn't matter. There are specific, there's about 12 what we call transferable skills that every player needs to be able to perform at a high level to, to play in, in the National Football League. And we're going to share those 12 transferable skills and how to develop them with the coaches. Because, you know, I, 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 again, we talk about the players. I salute these coaches over here even more because these are guys that give of their free time to, you know, to allow players a chance to play the game. And now if we can help them, we, we can pass on some of the information that we have to them so that they can help the players, then I think it's a win-win for everybody. But obviously – there are certain things, you know, uh, parameters basically that you work with in, in terms of what the physical requirements are by position for a football team. But then, I, you know, when you say that, one of the best players I've ever coached, I've coached five different Heisman Trophy winning quarterbacks. And the Heisman Trophy, for those fans that are listening that may not know, that's the player that's selected as the outstanding player in college football. I've coached five of those guys. And the best one I've ever been around was no bigger than me. And it was, it, Doug Flutie transcended the game. And he didn't have the speed. He didn't have the size. He didn't have a lot, all the things that 
they said he needed to have. Right now, we went to watch maybe the greatest single year that a receiver has ever had in Cooper Cup. And if you take Cooper Cup's combine grades, you'd say there's no way you even draft that guy because he's not fast enough, right? So you can, you can transcend the, the physical requirements, but in general, you know, as, as players start to play, it helps them understand where they need to play to be successful. Doug Flutie had a, had a hell of an arm, though, uh, Jeff. Yeah, Boston College, Miami, it, it, it? was It's amazing about Doug. And, you know, I think this is true of elite athletes in any sport. Doug had the ability to not only elevate every player on our team, and you never thought you were out of a game. And the every, he's, he, he's renowned for that last-second throw against Miami, you know, in the Orange Bowl for, to win for Boston College. But – I saw well, he he did that numerous times during the course of the season, and additionally, Doug, like all great athletes, could make the other players on the other team and everybody in the stadium, the officials included, a spectator because you just marvel at, at what he could do. Well, it's fantastic to have you here, Jeff, and we obviously really appreciate your support for us, and great to have you on on, on Irish soil, and again. Uh, we're just very grateful to, to Crow Park, the GA, and everyone involved in getting this sorted today. Uh, so much history in this stadium. Just finally, before we look to the next few segments, uh, talking about Ireland, you mentioned there about Crow Park, Jeff, and the way in. Uh, every, everyone here, the lads will agree, this stadium's seen so much history. Uh, I guess most recently, Dublin's incredible run. Brian, uh, Jeff, you know, this is a perfect stadium for an NFL game. The size of the field, the size of the stadium, it, it, would, it, would, it would really be perfect if you look at the stadiums that are in the UK and Ireland. Yeah, I think that that this facility, obviously, when you talk about the number of people you can put in here, the sight lines, the tradition, the history, the fact that it's right in downtown Dublin, there are a lot of reasons why this would be a phenomenal place to have a game. And and I think, too, fellas, I'm, I'm just going to throw this out there because it's really rare that you have a field with the pitch size to play a Canadian football league game. And you could do that in this stadium. And I know that there is a there is a strong impetus right now in the Canadian Football League to get an international footprint. And if the NFL is not interested, you guys ought to sell it to the CFL because this would be a great place to play a CFL game. So you've heard it here first on the Irish NFL show, the Canadian football game 2024 at Croke Park. I see, and it's not out of I'm not out of the realm. And I think what what I think the fans would love it. And certainly the National Football League is the ultimate. It's the highest level of competition in our game. And um, I know they've been here before, uh, but I cannot imagine that there are stadiums. And I've been to Munich and I've been to Frankfurt and I've been all the places, Mexico City, Tokyo, all the places that they play internationally. And this stadium for sure can stand up with any of those. The last college game here was 2014. Harrison Booker played in that game? Yeah, right? Georgia Tech, yeah. 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 So, the other games since have been moved to, to Lansdowne, the Viva stage. So that's kind of where the commitment is at the moment. But again, the fact that they've done it here previously, it works. They know it works. They should, they should be reconsidering. And obviously as well, uh, the Rooney family's connection to the island. On 1997, the Bears played the Steelers, Steelers in yeah. Park. I was six years of age. 
I, I, I was right. here. Did you, a, did you come to the game? I did. I came to the game. I, it was a sea of terrible towels, but they didn't convert me. I, I remained a Bronco. <laughs> there was a sea of terrible towels and one orange suit in the middle. Well, <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know, Jeff, if you heard it, but we had Bill Cowher on the show, and he shared a great story about that. He said uh, the Rooney family turned around to him and was like a lovely piece of water for Crystal to, to the winners. And uh, our Rooney turns Bill Cow before, and it's a preseason game, and you're usually keeping it pretty vanilla. And he said, Mrs. Rooney really wants that water for Crystal. <laughs> no pressure. So Mrs. he goes Rooney. to the OC and the DC, and he's like, guys, we're, we're breaking out a few plays. And he's like, it's a preseason game, coach. I was like, no, we're winning this game. I think it was the night before at the evening meal, he actually said, we're winning this game tomorrow. Let's get, <laughs> you get yourselves ready. That's awesome. Let's That's hope awesome. we uh, get to see that maybe at some point in the future in Croke Park. We have a number of different segments today. In our next segment, we're going to look at the head coaching editions because we haven't really had a chance to do it because we've been focusing so much on the Super Bowl. We're also going to talk about a guy that retired this week. You may have heard of him, Tom Brady. A uh, 22 year career. I know Mark will, will get the Kleenex tissues in for that segment. And then we're going to have a quick look ahead at the end to the Super Bowl next Sunday. We'll be in LA next weekend. Can't wait for that. Next Saturday, 6 30 p.m. Ireland UK time. Uh, and again, uh, just a big thanks to our sponsors. And we'll be back in a moment just after this quick commercial break with our next segment. <laughs> 